Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 everybody. Are you a little surprised hey. to hear us? I hope not. <laughs> Just goes to show you need to stay on your toes when it comes to. Real talk with Desiree Kalen. So, without further ado, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship in the world. The whole world. The only world. If you are a drug free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, as well as a vehicle to drive your goals, like what, Kalen Patterson? Like a mat truck through ice cream, baby. <laughs> Chocolate ice cream. Then check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's talk. I am Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, and he is Kalen Patterson. And together yes, we are P4P Real Talk. And we are so Open happy to be here this week. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we are. So much excitement, so much energy. Kaylin Patterson, I know you have been super busy as always, but uh, give us a uh, a brief update because you had another outing with your youth group that you've been um, mentoring and fostering through the uh, bodybuilding and health and wellness world. So tell us a little bit about your latest. Well, this one was kind of different because it we also with domestic abuse, and I don't know if the the people are aware of all the abuse that's been happening. It seems like there's so many people are frustrated and angry that it's just spilling out in all kinds of facets and uh, on different people. And so basically, the children that are being abused are also having to deal with watching someone they love be abused, and it took on some different forms and like some children really spoke out that had been quiet, but when they had the chance to speak about protecting their, you know, parent or dad, or their mom or dad, they were very voiced, they were very uh, outspoken in that. So that that was a breakthrough, but, boy, the things they had to say was kind of shocking. So it was enlightening, that's for sure, a very awakening I mean, there's a lot that's going on in children's minds that we just can't even perceive because we're adults and we have a way of figuring things out where you have children that are still struggling to understand what's going on. So it, it's, it was very enlightening for sure. There was a lot that uh, a lot of people understood, and, and just the children that were speaking out was a, a very uplifting thing because these were the ones that were remaining quiet in so many other areas of the mentorship. So it was nice to learn. It's also sad to know that they're suffering in that way but thank God for the breakthroughs, and uh, hopefully every time we meet together, it'll get better and stronger. All right, amen to that. And you know, and this just keeps just keeps uh, moving along, gaining momentum. So this is like the third or fourth time that you've gotten together with this group. So it's really starting to take a uh, on a life of its own, and it sounds like that it's uh, not going to slow down anytime soon. Now, hopefully, and prayerfully, no. And, uh, you know, we'll get more people involved that want to be involved instead of basically, you know, looking to be there to get their picture in the paper or or other things. I know the fitness family is going to hold their own, but I want to make sure that the other people that are getting involved actually stick with them because the one thing the children are always concerned about is will you be there tomorrow. And I remember one of the kids Mm -hmm. saying, 
No, definitely straight out, you know, I don't trust adults because you've never been there for me other than to, to hurt me and uh, just, you know, to do all kinds of damage. And, and, and that was shocking to hear, but it's very true in how they're thinking. They're just being open and honest because, you know, why should I trust you when so many other adults have been the reason for my pain? So, you know, it's 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 good to hear and it's also nice to know that they, they can open up like that because that day did not happen two, three months ago. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. So I'm excited to uh, to see how this is continuing to grow and flourish. And hopefully one of these outings I'll be able to uh, be there and uh, be part of all of the excitement. But uh, it just hasn't happened to date, but keep it going, and I will be there. I will be there. So in addition to Kaylin's outing this past weekend, um, there was also the uh, NPC which I like to throw out, but it's not the NPC that you're thinking of. It stands for <laughs> the Natural okay. Peoria Championship. So Angry Jonathan Agin's show. Let her finish. Angry <laughs> Angry Let her finish. Oh, come on, guys. You had to let me finish. You had to know I was going to be coming up with something other than just the NPC. I know. Y'all are, y'all are some hot-blooded folks out there. Get riled up in an instant. But I was talking about the Natural Peoria Championships, and I just think it's funny <laughs> that there is the NGA NPC, and everybody's like, what are you talking about? But it stands for Natural Peoria Championships, and it was this past weekend. And um, John Agan put on another great show. And um, so just some quick highlights here. The uh, Pro Men's Bodybuilding Stage, they had a good turnout. and. Boom, I don't know if you saw any posts about this, but coming in first place, Jay Johnson. Dude is having a stellar year. I'm pretty sure he has been in, oh, if not the top five, I know top five. I may not have all my stats correct, but at least definitely top three in every show that he's yeah. been in, if not top two, if not top two. So at least top three. So Jay Johnson came out on top this one. And then coming in second, here's an individual that we haven't seen on stage in many years. I want to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe upwards of five years, unless someone has seen him on a stage um, more recently than what I have. But Miguel de Dios, I know you remember that yeah. name, Kalen. Classic, yes. So, and the last time I recall seeing Miguel, it was at the, um, the Spartan Classic in Des Moines. The Titan. Titan yeah, Classic. the Titan Classic. Sorry, Spartan Titan. It was the Titan Classic in Des Moines. And that was, yeah, five years ago? Five years ago. So I'm glad to see that name because that's when he got his pro card, and I'm glad to see that name associated with a pro stage. So he came in second place, and I hope to see him more now. Um, Hopefully this is not just a blip and he's got some more shows out there on the horizon. You know, and we had him on the show like way back then, early on, um, because he was also Mm -hmm. very active in blogging and posting about his journey. And he still is social Mm -hmm. media-wise. 
but uh, just really talking about his website and the information he was posting. And we may be due to have him back on just to uh, see what he's been up to over the last five years and how his his pro career is uh, kicking off for him. I already have the caption for it. They deals, poor deals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, you know what, Claude? I'm going to put that in your court because you two, I think, are the tighter two. So we'll see what kind of magic oh, yeah, Kayla can pull off in the. There's a bromance. Yep, there's a bromance going on there for sure. I I wasn't going to come out and call it that, but since you already did that, you know what? We're going to roll with it. We are going to roll <laughs> with that. So uh, we'll see if we can't get Miguel on. <laughs> Uh, coming up in the future. Um, third place went to Daniel Kennedy. Fourth place, uh, Dan Sirota. And fifth place is Rockefeller Smith. That's quite a name, Rockefeller Smith. I would have had fun hey. announcing that one. But, uh, and yeah, I'm not sure. familiar with him. He is the DJ. As a pro- no, I he am. Is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'm not familiar with him as an athlete, but I'm going to have to look more into that. So so that uh, rounds out your top five for the pro men's bodybuilding competition at the uh, NGA NPC. Um, for pro men's master's bodybuilding, we had Brent Julius coming in first and then Dr. Kent Julius coming in second. Well. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's probably a father-son duo that we had going on there, which would which would be kind of exciting. So um, first pro first place in pro figure goes to Erin Barr, and uh, she and her husband own a gym, and I think they uh, have four lovely children of their own. So she came in uh, first place, and then first place in pro bikini. Kaylin is a name that uh, we are no strangers to, and that is Jenny Chatama. Wow. Yes. Yep. We got to have her. Yep. She's a joke. We have. Is she, you know. This isn't a plug for our show, but it is. Because in one of the road trips that I took, I was able to listen to our podcast with her on that year, and it was so mind-blowing, the thing she was talking about, that she spoke into life. And if anybody wants to go back to our archives, please do, to understand exactly what I'm talking about. But you, uh, Des, myself, and Jenny were just joking around, being very open about, you know, our past and, you know, what all the things we struggled with in our lives, and just how she was speaking all of those things into existence, not knowing if they would come true or not, but she was really planning on it in her mind that these things would happen. And just lo and behold, it's almost matching up to exactly how she was saying. And I, I know Des is always picking her brain because she's got a little uh, a female romance going on there and just loves <laughs> dealing with her and talking with her. And it was just so beautiful to hear people in this day and age speaking well and hoping to pull the best of someone that's not them. Because we have a, a very selfish Safe mind going on, and I thank God that that's not taking over the true and real people, and they can still stay themselves and still wish well for others. I just wanted to throw that out there because I got a chance to hear the whole podcast, and I, I just enjoyed it. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of bodybuilding as well, and sometimes we don't remember verbatim how the podcasts go because we have so many, and we've had so many outstanding guests, but it was just nice to deal and listen to that 
and see it all coming to fruition. Des? Yeah, no doubt. And if if any of you are wondering a little bit more, and we'll have to, um, before the show is over, try to dig down the, dig up, dig down, <laughs> dig up the time frame that Jenny was on the show. But she was, uh, just to embellish a little bit of what Kaylin was talking about, uh, was talking about her battle with uh, alcohol and drug addiction and how she over and how she was getting ready to start a, uh, a program called Be the Light Yoga which is now expanded mm-hmm. into Be the Light Yoga and Wellness, and she's even moved into a bigger studio than what she was in before. Yes. And that one of the phenomenal things about her program is that it was all donation-based. So if you wanted to come mm-hmm. participate, learn yoga from Jenny, um, you know, all you paid was whatever you could donate. And, um, and then all of those proceeds were then donated again to a local charity and she changed charities every month and her um, ministry, if you will, because I, I believe that's what it is. has just grown and flourished and she's just going gangbusters and moving into a bigger studio and expanding into more programming. And, you know, it's just very cool. So we had an awesome podcast with her also had a chance to visit her studio when she was just getting started. So we have a video interview of that as well somewhere in the video archives on Midwest Muscles. So we will have to uh, pull that up, check that out, and uh, you guys can take a look at that as well. So we will try and uh, dig up that date before the show is over here. Um, and so that, um, that Jenny, she rounds out the, uh, pro competitors at the, uh, NPC at the NGA NPC. Um, and just real quickly, because I know we had said we were going to talk about, um, health food, junk foods, and we are still going to go that route, but I know we kind of shortchanged, um, some of our amateur competitors in, uh, past competitions. So we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we get those names out there. So we are Please going do. to cover, yeah, the top, um, the top five and the categories that had five, um, and, you know, just go through those numbers there. So we have the debut men's classic physique. Uh, first place goes to Ryan Trong second to Dominique Alexander, and third to Derek Ladner. Um, Debut men's bodybuilding, first place goes to Daryl Jack, second to Jerry Marshall, and third place to Derek Ladner again. So you see Derek trying out a a couple different categories there. I'm not sure if his placing helped him figure out which one he likes the best, but stick with it, dude. And uh, I know you're going to find your forever home in the category that you love in natural bodybuilding. Um, Debut men's physique. We have um, Ryan Trong again in first place debut. Um, Second place goes to Blake Dutz. Third to Joe Clausen. Fourth to Trey Young. And fifth to Dom Jordan. So congrats to you guys there. Oh, they had some teens as well. Um, Dom Jordan, who took fifth place in the debut men's physique, was also in uh, teen physique, first place there. Um, Novice men's physique, LaGroda, Ryan Trong trying out his sea legs again, came in second, Blake Dutz third, Trey Young fourth, and fifth goes to Scott Titchler. Um, Men's master's physique, first place, Scott Titchler, 
um, novice men's bodybuilding. First place goes to Daryl Jack, second to Jerry Marshall. Men's Masters Bodybuilding 40 Plus. We're seeing Jerry again. He took that class. Here is the Open Men's Classic Physique Top 5. And so you're hearing some repeat names here. Ryan Trong came in strong. First place, pro card winner. Britt Julius, second place, also earned a pro card. Third to Dominique Alexander. Fourth to Jordan Heiler. And fifth to Derek Ladner. So I'm going to have to do some digging here. Um, Beth, can I throw something I think out? Jordan Heiler, yeah, I think Jordan Heiler is a name that I we are familiar with. Yes. Throw something out, Kalen. Well, there's one thing that I've heard this repeatedly in the last year and a half. Ever since we started get the, getting more pro-am shows, that now the a- amateurs actually know what they want to do next year. It used to be because of travel and, you know, all the other expenses that they had to really consider and take deep thinking into, you know, what they wanted to do and when they wanted to do it. But now that we have shows that are closer to home, they are able to basically plan ahead a little bit better, just like we used to see them planning for the amateur side of the shows. Now we see them planning the same for the pro side. And now that they know uh, the difference between an amateur and a pro-am, they're more active and keeping up to date with the natural side of bodybuilding. So I think that's a big plus. I like where that's going. And I'm so glad that the promoters are basically offering that more and more so the pros can actually compete as pros instead of basically being in attendance watching the amateurs get their pro cards and then we have the stagnation of nobody ever competing as pros. So I was really excited to see that. I'm really loving what I'm seeing in social media, how they're spreading the word about these shows. Because, you know, word of mouth is a beautiful thing when people understand that these shows are going to take good care of you and they can speak from firsthand experience. That's what I wanted to throw out there, Dad. All right. Well, I'm glad that you did because that is a valid point. And, you know, when you see trends like that popping up, you know, despite all of the rumbling that can be here and there, you just know that good things are happening in the sport. So it's always good to call that out and, you know, to to really, I guess, celebrate, you know, the good things that are there. So that is awesome. Uh, debut bikini, top five. First place, Stephanie Hughes. Second, Larissa, Larissa Clem. Third, Amina Pajazovic. I hope I got that right, Amina. Fourth, Deanna right, sure. Clark. <laughs> and this is interesting because evidently fourth and fifth place went to Deanna Clark, although there were two different number uh, competitor numbers, so maybe there were two Deanna Clarks that were competing. I don't know. We're going to get clarification on that. I just Please. found that a little humorous. Maybe it's Maybe it's not. Uh, hey, hey, debut figure, I, I first place goes to Jamie Hastings. Yes. I have to say, uh, Dad and I have, have never been shy about who we love to see on stage and everything else. And we ha- we have we are fans of the sports, so we have our favorites in, as well. And I know you guys know the love affair we have with Missy Weatherford and uh, Meshach. But there's also another competitor that we enjoy watching, and that's Jess Orman. 
And I was so happy to see her name listed, and I thought she was competing. And I was so hurt that I wasn't going to be able to see her compete at that show. And I, was, uh, I wasn't relieved that I missed her because no one should want to see an all-star not be on stage doing their best and showing their best and promoting the sport. But it was kind of a, a good feeling knowing I didn't miss her because she worked so hard to uh, to do those, you know, to get on stage. She's, she's one of the people that really puts a lot of stock into her trade, and she doesn't slack off when she's up there. So it's always a great feeling and a great thing to see her up there as well as Misty. And I, I, just, I just adore them because they work so hard at being perfection, and that, that's not easy. Dad will tell you because she's had to, to work at it, and it's not an easy thing to do perfection every single time, especially when you have so much going on in every single press. Des? No, no doubt, no doubt. So what happened to Jess? Where was she? Was she supposed to be competing in this show? Evidently no, no, she, she was. was helping out. I just misread it um, as she was there oh, to okay. basically help Jeff Maggins do the show. But when I saw her name, I jumped the gun. I jumped to conclusion. And it turns out I was way wrong and way off. <laughs> All right. Cause I was thinking maybe I missed something. You know, I'm prone to miss a detail here or there. You never know. Um, novice Bikini, first place goes to Stephanie Hughes. Okay, so we're talking about debut bikini, novice bikini open. So you have debut, you have novice, and then you have your open classes. And just for anybody who's listening who's not 100% sure – as to what all those mean and why we're hearing the same names over and over again. So there are several different categories um, yeah. within a class. And so debut is if you have never competed before at all. So this is your debut appearance, the first time you've ever stepped on a natural bodybuilding stage anywhere. Now, novice is the class where you can continue to compete if you have not placed higher place. So if you've placed first through third on some stage, you are no longer considered a novice. But if you've competed previously and either didn't make the top five or were in the top, you know, fifth or fourth position, you can still be considered a novice. And then the open class is for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're debut, if you're novice. If you also want to compete in the open class, you go right ahead. And that's typically from, you know, I think 18 to 39 in most natural organizations. That age range may change from organization to organization, but it's basically, you know, it doesn't matter if you're, well, not even the 39. I mean, open can be any age range. If you're masters, you can compete in open. Um, usually masters cut off for most groups is um, 40. So there you go. You have to be at least 40 to be in the masters. Some some organizations are 35 but then now I'm rambling. So the open category is for everyone. So, you know, if you're in bikini and it's your first time, but you want to, you want to, you know, get as much exposure and experience as possible, you can sign up for those other, other um, classes within your group and compete away. And nor and usually, I mean, you'll have new um, contestants within each group that pop in and out, but for the most part, if you do really well in one class, depending on who's in the next one, you're going to continue to do extremely well. And that's what you're seeing here with Stephanie Hughes. So not only did she take first place 
in the um, debut category, but she also has first place in the novice bikini category. Larissa Klim is still second, Amina third. Julie Jacobs, which is a newer name, she took fourth. And then Samantha Powers, which was newer to this category, she came in in Another fifth place. Time. So Powers and Trump what? at the same show. Wow. I love those last names. We had a Powers and we had a Trump. <laughs> yes, we did. Now, when you get to Bikini Open, there were so many competitors that they split them up by height. So you have basically Bikini A, B, and C, which is pretty much tall, medium, and short. So in Bikini Open A, uh, first place goes to Marie Murphy-Snyder. Um, she's a pro card winner. Second place, Julie Jacobs. Third, Deanna Clark. Fourth, Colleen Schofield. And fifth place goes to Kim Smith. In Bikini Open B, Larissa Clem was your pro card winner. And uh, second place goes to Amina um, Pajazovic. Third to Lizzie Jones. Fourth to Lee Vang. And fifth to Don Plotz. And I'm actually surprised not to see, oh, never mind, I'm jumping the gun. I'm like, where is Stephanie Hughes? She's winning first place and, you know, debut and novice. Here she is, Bikini Open C. She took first place in Bikini Open C, followed by Carol Milkins. Third place, Samantha Powers. Fourth, Megan Guidos. And fifth, Michelle Jones. Not only was she first place winner for Bikini Open C and earning a pro card along with Larissa Clem and Mary Murphy Snyder, but she was the overall winner. So, Stephanie Hughes came in as a debut contestant and swept the whole show. And that can happen sometimes, no yes. doubt. Sometimes you get athletes that have to uh, work several years to come in and do that, me being an example of that. And then you have athletes such as Stephanie Hughes, first-time show, the they bring – <laughs> That's right. They bring a top-notch package, and and there you have it. Yes, she did. There you have it. That's yes, yes. Plan. Well, yes, she did, and yes, I did. As to what Kaylin is talking about here, so here's something fun. You have Bikini Masters 35 plus. So in this particular um, show, you could be um, 35 and be in the Masters category. Um, Mary Murphy Snyder took first place. So good job for the Masters. She took Keeney Short and then also in the Masters category, followed by Carol Milkins. Third place goes to Julie Jacobs. Fourth place to Michelle Jones. And fifth place to Deanna Clark. So quite a few Masters competitors competing in the Open. Nice job, ladies. And then we had, oh, this is even more fun, Bikini Masters 50-plus, Marie Murphy-Snyder. 50 plus, and she took first place in bikini open short. That is just wow. awesome. So, good job out of you, Marie Murphy Snyder. <laughs> and uh, Bikini Masters 50 plus, second place goes to Carol, Carol Milkins, third place, Michelle Jones, and fourth place, Lizzie Jones. I love that. 50 plus, these ladies are out there competing in the open category, and they are rocking the stage. Lizzie Jones. Why does that name sound familiar? Lizzie Jones. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to check that out. That's another thing that we're going to have to look uh, into. Did we see her on the river? 
rumble on the river. I want to say, I'm not sure if it was Lizzie Jones, but maybe. That name sounds so familiar. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. Yeah. That name sounds so familiar. And I want to place her, if if we're thinking about the same person, that she's uh, she has blonde hair, or maybe not. Maybe I'm just making up things now. I was watching a documentary on memory and the brain today, and sometimes we can talk ourselves into thinking we remembered something that we totally no, didn't. You remember, right? But uh, that kind of that kind of rings a bell somewhere and, along uh, there. But uh, uh, hold on, and the Skyview Classic. Skyview Classic. Maybe that was it. That would still be the same woman. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, she was in Rumble on the River, and then she came back with Skyview Classic, and she did really well. Actually, she did better in the Skyview Classic than she did Rumble on the River, if I'm thinking of the same gal. And then here she is, um, still doing extremely well um, at the NGA NPC. And she also competed in the... uh, Novice bikini model categories and open bikini model categories. So in novice, she took second place. Samantha Powers was first. Uh, Sabrina Bell was third. And for a bikini model, this is where the ladies come out. Um, dooms, a lot of them wings. It all depends on the theme. But, um, you know, they're very just beautiful, elegant um, costumes. And, I, I, you know, now that I see she's in bikini model, I know that's got to be her. Yes. And then in open bikini model, Samantha Powers was first, and Lizzie Jones was second. So there you have that. And then that's that's pretty much all she wrote. Um, men's open bodybuilding lightweight. First place goes to Brent Julius. Second place to Jonathan. Eguarta and third place to Jerry Marshall. Um, men's open bodybuilding middleweight, Josh Nimi. And then men's open bodybuilding heavyweight was Daryl Jack. Those are the two first place winners there, with Josh Nimi coming in as your overall winner and your pro card winner. So there wow. you have it. That was the NGA NPC. And. Um, you know, last year this time I was I was test judging for the first time, and I've had the privilege and pleasure of uh, you know being approved to be an official judge over the year, and I've judged a couple more shows after that, and uh, it has just been a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I really well, enjoy also, the judging aspect of it. And also, you were able to judge uh, that year's uh, winner, uh, Jay Johnson. And it's nice to know that he wanted yes. to come back and defend his crown. Yes, no doubt. I don't know. If no doubt, and that's that always a tough category to judge. When we were at the PVP, yep. no, he I re- made, that, made that known. Yes. Yeah. No. That's another thing now that you bring it up that I recall too. And he looked spectacular then and he just keeps rocking the stage throughout this entire year. So I guess the question for Jay is now how many more competitions do you have this year 
And how long a break are you going to be taking for this kind of string he's had thus far? Because this is like his third or fourth show this year so far. You know yes. there's more than likely going to be an extended break that follows this season. More than likely, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. So, you know, since I called you out a couple of. He's one of the more full athletes when he's talking about muscle bellies. Um, And and it's nice to see him on stage. But like we've been talking about, you know, it's it's, competing as a pro is not the same as competing as an amateur. And when you talk about fifth place would would just be rocking science on an amateur side. But they're getting fifth place in the pros. So think about that before before you do it. And realize it's a lot of work to be a pro athlete in a bodybuilding show. That takes a lot of discipline over a lot of years. And the prep has to be incredibly yep. disciplined to step on stage with the rest. So, you know, we don't want to overstay that. But Jay looked really good, and he looked really good again. So, you know, it's, it's that's a long time to be in prep. And uh, he did it, a phenomenal job in doing so. He is. He has. He has. So that's, you know, three months pretty much consistently being stage ready. And that takes a lot. And especially to come in as full as he has been, as Kalen is referencing. And so what I was – and, you know, Kalen, you continue to set me up because I was going to say that I called you out a couple of weeks ago, (laughs) but now – uh, I'm going to do it again. We want to get an update from you on how your prep is coming along. Uh, Are you still trucking along on track? No, I'm, I'm not. I've been derailed two oh. or three oh. times. Just, uh, <laughs> this one was uh, not, this was a uh, very unexpected. Uh, this sadly has to deal with uh, my, my cousin being in a really bad uh, auto accident and <clears throat> the uh, the mother didn't take it well at all. It's understandable. Uh, he's uh, in a coma, and he's been uh, he's mm-hmm. had to have his skull removed in order to deal with oh the swelling. And because of her state, they have to do the next closest relative, and that was the ones living in the area. And so, you know, I had to go down a couple of times, obviously to be there with her, but also to basically sign for information. And there's just no way to do that kind of juggling act uh, and still do a successful prep. So I'm not sure at all about, you know, how it's going to go. I will be ready for the, the spring. That was the goal. This this year was supposed to be basically finishing it out and, you know, getting early in order to start for the spring show. So it looks like it's going to be the spring for sure. But uh, after this, I don't want to put family second for the sake of a, a competition. And uh, it's the ball just didn't bounce my way this time, and I'm uh, I'm not disappointed. Like we, everybody has a different uh, story when it goes to prep, but this one was something I definitely did not see coming. And I thank God that uh, you know the mother has been able to spend time like like she has, and hopefully there'll be a full recovery. We've been praying for sure, but uh, you know with the coma the way it is, it they don't know if he's brain dead or not. Gotcha. Well, you know what? Our prayers are definitely with you and your family. And, you know, that is a tough thing, but um, priorities are priorities. And there is nothing for you to be disappointed 
um, about or in because, you know, there always is another show, and I yeah. am right with you that family comes first, um, in, in definitely in a situation like this. I mean, I know there are times where family has to just truck right along with you and, you know, help you maintain the course, but when you're dealing with an emergency, a dire situation, that's a little bit different actually a lot of bit different, but, um, you know, but still I commend you because you still got your eye on your prize and you know what your goal is and you want to do it responsibly. And so you target the next one. If the one closest to you, if the goal closest to you just can't happen for some reason. So good, good for you. And we'll be praying for you guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, and it, it happens in three. So, you know, there was a gym member that I was quite fond of, and he just passed. And then one of the ladies that's uh, been in my class getting ready for a wedding, um, right after the wedding she lost her sister who had attended, and she had gotten real sick. So, you know, it's just it's just been one of those times in life where death seems to be hovering around. And, it's it, you know, it, it, these are people you know, and... I, I'm I'm very in tune with the people. I, I'm very active with them and interactive with them. So it's not like they lose and it's okay with me because they lost. I know them, and and it, it's it's something that you have to process as well because you know they're hurting, and there's not much you can do other than just be there. And and sometimes that's enough, but boy, the heart sure does want to do more, just because you know the people and you know how they're hurting. And that's all I wanted to add to that, Dad. All right. Well, we appreciate it, and we thank you. And so, you know, sometimes life happens, and you just have to roll with the punches there. And on occasion, um, we we roll as best we can, and sometimes we just can't. And thus, you know, I guess that's my roundabout way of saying sorry we were absent all of last week, but I think life happened to uh, both of us in different ways. And But we're back, and um, we keep trucking along. So if everyone out there would continue to uh, send their prayers Kalen's way and um, for him and his family, and, you know, we'll be there as best we can. Now, I know we said, I said in our uh, promotional materials that we were going to be talking about um, health food, junk food, and uh, and we're pretty much running out of time on this show here, so we're going to just, like, touch... <laughs> touch the tip of the iceberg here but you know we've got we've got more shows in the future where we can really dive into this but if you take a look at um p4p real talk the photo that i posted for our promo link um is a photo on on the left side of it you know it shows pretty much all whole foods and saying you know this is what athletes eat and they have energy and they're healthy so you have lots of fruits and vegetables and you know the like um and proteins and in different things that were on there although you know there's a snickers bar on there i'm not (laughs) not sure how that made it how that made it into the mix and it looks like a bottle of budweiser too but I guess that just goes to show that, you know, everything in, uh, in, um, oh, what's the word I'm, I'm missing now, Kaylin. Um, 
Yeah, you don't have it either. (laughs) The word that's coming to mind is proportion, but that's not it. But uh, anyway, so I guess they're still going to throw in a little bit of (laughs) a little bit of sugar and malt grain in there. So, but it says this is what athletes eat and are lean and healthy: a variety of real food. And then it says to the right, yet we consume this, and it it features meal replacements, weight loss teas, fat loss pills weight loss juice cleanses, uh, useless formulas. It says uh, disgraceful marketing for a slim fast meal replacement drink, and it says a variety of nonsense, and 30% of us are overweight, obese, and unhappy. And that is what we are going to be diving into next, our health food, junk food, healthy foods that we are continually bombarded with fantastical marketing to, um, I should say they're junk food, that we're bombarded with the fantastical marketing to help have us believe that they are healthy, that they are good Uh for us when they really are not. And so that's going to be a lot of what we're going to be talking about. And if you guys haven't seen it, I want you, if you have access to Netflix, or even if you don't have access to Netflix, Netflix, you can go to um, um, IPTV, and there is a documentary out there called In Defense of Food. And I I would invite you, challenge all of you to take a moment um, it's about an hour and a half, two hours long, and really watch that and think about the information and content that they're sharing there. And um, and then that will dovetail nicely in with this topic that we are going to be touching on as over the next couple of weeks in and out of shows. So, um, And before we wrap up tonight, uh, we have a question from Jesse um, asking about the mayhem, and um, we have not covered those results yet. In fact, we have not received all of those results yet. So as soon as we have that information, we'll be sharing it with you. Um, but I have seen several Facebook posts, and it looks like it was a uh, a, a strong show, well-attended and so we will see how those athletes fared. So just stay tuned, and we will have those results for you coming up in the future. Uh, Kaylin, our last couple minutes, you've got the last word. What do you want to say? Well, I, I want to say about the uh, the mayhem. It, it was a well-attended show. I know they had close to 100 competitors. And, um, you know, we, we, like you said, we, we don't want to go into something that we don't have all the information about because what's the point? Um, we do want to cover it. There was a lot of good athletes there. I know Nadine uh, showed up there, and she's always been looking phenomenal. Yep. And uh, a lot of great name competitors and, you know, a lot of surprises. But a lot of times, I know Christopher Word did well as well. I think that's the first pro yep. show that he did. So we we do know that. But we'd rather go in detail instead of basically uh, nitpicking and not giving everyone their just due. I mean, they, they the people showed up, they competed. We should be giving them the props because that's what Real Talk is about, showing the, the highlights of the competitors and their personal lives. So, you know, we want to get in that in the detail. Um, sorry we were over on this one. We, we've got a lot to cover because obviously, you know, we've had a life that uh, interrupted the show, and we're sorry about that. And, guys, we didn't. Uh, leave you hanging. It was just some things that came up that we just weren't simply ready to deal with, and it pulled us away in ways where we couldn't even get back to ourselves. 
Um, it's not easy uh, doing this. We thank God for you and, 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 and listening. But thanks so much for, for sticking with us, and, and thanks so much for being, you know, so responsive to what's going on. I appreciate your thoughts and prayers. I, I really, it's, uh, I, I can't speak for others and how they feel, but I know it, it, it's any loss hurts, and anyone you're close to, you hurt to lose. And, you know, you, you, you have memories, and they don't stop mm-hmm. because someone's life did. So we should say, uh you know, thank you for being there for us, and um, you know, I appreciate you picking on me when I pick on Dad, and I appreciate you picking on Dad when she picks on me, especially when Dad picks on me. It's, it's always nice. And, uh, <laughs> oh my! Sugar uh, Doodle will always be top dog. We we know that. And uh, Chocolate Wave for the win. We don't win. know that. But, hey, it, hey, I'm just calling it like it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The land of Kalen Patterson is a beautiful place. I understand this. I know it goes well up in Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota. How about that? <laughs> we already know your tactics, Kalen. We talked about this at a previous oh, show. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, oh, my. You know, guys, what's, what's, what's oh, life if you can't have a little fun, little fun with your co-host here? What's up? What's Hold up? On. Natural Southern States Classic. Dez did win overall. I didn't say the year, and I apologize for that. Dez, if you could clarify. Oh, yeah. it's It's been a minute, guys. That was um, back in 2017. I guess that was last year. Yeah, last April. Not, 20, not this year, but the year before. So that was the... Last year that I competed actually was 2017, and pretty yes. much have taken 2018 off, and we're looking at 2019. Yes, she did win the overall. Yes. so yeah. I did. I did. So that was and that was a that sad was, um, that show. I think there was it, nine. It was. Left. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, nine. Nine. Days. Hold yep, on, hold at on. least nine, thirteen, and twelve. Yes, and you had the thirteen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Woo woo! <laughs> that was such a so fun no, show, and not, you know, John and Becky yes, Arnold. Bragging. Yes, they do a fantastic job. But yes, she <laughs> did have a sack back, and yes, she did win overall. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, guys, that was a great show, a lot of fun. John and Becky Arnold always put on a fantastic show. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be looking to reconnect with them next month at the IPE World. Yes, so keep, keep it here because that's going to be another phenomenal show too. So if you guys can make it, check it out, put it on your list, get ready to road trip, and that's going to be a great show to visit. So hopefully okay, next week Kyle. we will have one the details. One from Kyle. One, if, one from what? One from Kyle. This is one question. If okay, Kyle. Okay, one, one from Kyle. Absolutely, positively have to attend in natural bodybuilding, which one would you guys recommend? This is from Kyle. Um, wow, Kyle. Can we can we break this up by organization? Yes. <laughs> or is it just do. one show overall? That's what I was gonna do. Um 
I would have to say, you know, you're going to get, you're getting us in trouble with this question because there are going to be promoters out there who are going to be like, what? You didn't say our show? But um, yeah. just with the direction that this year's show went, and I know that the plans for next year are even bigger and better, and it's going to seem that I'm really biased, but I would have to say P4P Undefeated is going to be yes. one must-see show. P4P Undefeated, definitely one must-see show. Um, that's one NGA. Yep. Yep. Um I have no idea what you said, Kalen, but I'm just agreeing with you to keep going <laughs> along. Ah, uh, shoot. Now, if you're going to go with a, um, I'm going to say non-denominational, although that's not right. If you're going to go for a show that is not attached to any one organization, despite the personal scuttle that was going on, I still say Minnesota Mayhem or any yes. of the Mayhem production-related shows if you're going to go with an unaffiliated show. now as far, And we haven't been to every single show, guys. So this is based on what I've seen different promoters do um, and the yes. type of attendance and the athletes, athletes that they draw. So you have to keep all of that into account because there are a good number of shows that we haven't been to that are probably phenomenal. But then also, if we're looking at um, NAMBF, IPE, John and Becky Arnold, and um, the Rolettes, that, I mean, I can't just pick just one. But here in the Midwest, um, what I would call more local, they they draw stacked houses every single time. Yes. So even though I'm probably not going to be popular <laughs> – with putting this out there. And this is not to slide anyone else's show, but, you know, the shows that I have attended based on just the type of show that's been put on and the entertainment factor and value and the level and caliber of athletes that they attract, those would be my top shows to to look into. And I know I did more than one in uh, the NAABF and IPE. No, that's but, okay. You know, the KC Classic, Natural Southern States Classic, IPE Worlds, all of those, they're just, they're just big shows. And I yeah. tend to gravitate towards big shows. Yes, you do. And you uh, right. tend to win them, too. All right, Kaylin. <laughs> I won one. <laughs> all right, what you got? Okay, I'm going to go the same way you did. Uh, let's, I'll start with the the uh, PNBA and I would say the Natural Libya, just because of the international yes, okay. flavor it, it brings. Uh, the DFAC world yes. is on the other coast in Florida, yes. and for the same reason, the international flavor. Uh, for the Midwest, hey, take your pick. They're all good. I just, I'm just i bragging on it because the Midwest is, is really that top-notch now. Um, mayhem for sure. The world's uh, – I think the – no, they moved the – the universe, so yeah, that's in Australia. So that's a little bit of ways away, unless you're in Australia, and then it's right next door. But uh, as far as stateside, I would have to go again. And and Kyle is from stateside, so we're, that's why we're doing this in that in that way. Um, definitely NANBF in the in the in the Missouri region. Great great shows, and because of the caliber of athletes, you, you can't really screw it up. 
because they have the attendance. I, I would say get there early if you're going to attend one of those shows because the seating definitely is limited, especially up close. Um, then you have, uh, the, I think what's coming on strong now is Brian McCabe's uh, Windy City Natural. And yes. that's simply because it's the Chicago hub. So athletes find it easy to reach, and uh, especially when they're coming from out of out of town and out of state. Um, th- there's plenty of NGA shows in this region. Undefeated, as already mentioned, it. I'm going to say it simply because it sounds like I'm bragging. So I put that one down the road because it's always going to be on our list because it's a, it's a phenomenal show. What they did this year was really above and beyond, and. If you got a waterfall inside the hotel, I mean, I'm already just gasping and swimming. So, you know, that was enough for me. And much less who was on stage. So it's only going to get better and better, especially with the athletes that are already in that region. And like Des is fond of saying, and she, and I think people are, are always putting this in the back of their mind, is that there are some athletes that have missed two years that will be coming back next year, and they're from that region yep. already. And so it's going to be something to behold when when all of that happens. So I, I'm I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. And you have a lot of good shows, but they're not as good because the top named athletes aren't there. So it's not saying the show isn't good, but if you got to pick one, wouldn't you want one that has every top natural athlete on stage and or in attendance at that time? So we we're where they're growing to that size, but these are the ones where we know that they're the best of the best are either going to be on stage or in the audience. And that's what you really need to see if you're a first-time live attendee. Yes? All right. I think you covered it. So that was a tough question, but I think Kaylin hit it on the hill, on the hell, on the head. Hit the nail on the head. I had a little uh, combination going of a couple of words there. Yeah, that there are just a help. ton, a ton yeah. of good, sh- <laughs> a ton of good shows. But uh, those to date, um, you know, those those stand out to me. And we'll see, we'll see what happens next year. And I hope to get to more states and more shows. And uh, I hope to get to Josh and Melissa Miller's next year and see what they've got going on. So. Yeah. We'll just see the more the more shows that we get to, the more states that we can attend, our uh, our perspectives uh, and our horizons will be broadened. So just stay Uh-oh. tuned. Uh oh, you're right, guys. Here we go. Here we go. What about Keith Hunter's show? Okay, yeah, the Masters Cup. Yeah. Okay, we're we're talking about the ones we've actually been. Guys, okay, look at it like this. Dad's already pointed out that we're going to miss it. Okay, we're we're not going to get each and every show. If you love the way they did it, then go ahead and put it on the post and our, on our page. We definitely love your comments and love to read and, and answer and respond to each and every one of them. So if you think we, we screwed it up or we missed it, let us know. And, and we'll try to go down there and That's see true. what you see and, and, and address what you're addressing. Because if we're missing some that, that need that attention, this is real talk. We're not being an, an uh, we're being an inclusive not an exclusive. These are the shows we know for sure because we've been live in attendance. If we miss the boat, go ahead and call us out and let us know, and we will find out why that show is so special to you. Okay? So, you know, hey, we're all we're all about learning, and we love attending shows live. So it, it's no big deal. Keep bringing it forward. But Keith Hunter is a great promoter, 
and he does an awful lot, but we also covered him with the world because he helps out with John and Becky Arnold. So there. We did, but where where I fell down is I did not mention him by name, and that was um, an oversight on my part. But, yes, Keith Hunter is very instrumental in the IPE world along with John and Becky Arnold. So that was an oversight, but definitely not um, – you know, overlooking. He's he's definitely you, included you, you, in you that mix when know. we talk about IPE you, world. Ed, you you let him know ahead of time it, that we might miss somebody, and you did not want to answer. But this is real talk, so we took a shot. If we drop the ball, we apologize, <laughs> but we're not sorry that we did because there's plenty, plenty of good shows. We could say John Abraham. We could go just keep going and going and going, especially we could, we could, yeah. I mean, really, John Abraham, I mean, and not to slight his show at all. I mean, it's hard. You know, now it sounds like I'm backpedaling, but, you know, the more shows we keep thinking about, the more that our list could expand. But there could only be one winner, just like there could only be yeah. one first place in a bodybuilding competition, no matter how stiff the competition is, there could only be one. Um, you know, hey. so all the good ones, they bubble up to the top. But, I mean, come on. He had Ernestine Shepard this year. So he gets all kinds of cool points for bringing the Guinness Book of World Records oldest performing female bodybuilder as his special guest to his show. And she rocked the house out there doing push-ups at 80-plus years old. Here we go. And everything else in, in sequence from head to toe and heels. Hair done, nails done, eyebrows done, the whole shit and caboodle. And as sweet as can be. As sweet as can be. I mean, and if you really want to know how sweet she is, check out our interview (laughs) on Midwest Muscle that we have with her. Um, You know, because her goal is just to help people get healthy around the world. That's what she is out there to do. That's her ministry. I got to do that interview. That's and that's only because we had to split duty. And and while we're on this, get back on the soapbox. I hope we do not have to compete again for dates like we did this year. You it had is, the Diva yeah. Classic, you had Heart yes, of America, are. and you had Chi Town Showdown all on the same Heart date. Of America and Chi Town Showdown are scheduled on the same day. Oh, uh, again this year. In 2019? Again, yes. <sighs> so, you know, just they're making it hard on us. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yes, they are. So, but, uh, so Kaylin was at Chi-Town. I was at Heart of America. That's the way the ball bounced. And, uh, but we got both shows covered, and they were both great. So, it's all good. Yes. I mean, if we had to talk about... Uh, a natural NABBA top show. There you have it, Chi-Town Showdown. Yes. And that's so add that to the group if we're going to break this out by category. Yeah. For well, sure. See, I kind of threw that under my umbrella by saying the Midwest is represented. And they are. I mean, we can brag about those they shows. They are. But we'll have Earl Snyder's show, uh, Earl yes. and uh, Terry. And then uh, I know Crystal Woods is doing some good things out there. But we haven't been in attendance to those. So, guys, yes, we've had our guests on these shows, and they are phenomenal individuals, and they're doing great things for the natural industry. But if you're asking for a live show that we know about, I mean, you, you have that. We're, we're not saying that these shows aren't good. 
We're saying the ones that we have attended. And Des prefaced it by saying we might miss some. And I said the Midwest is representing. So it's not that we're basically overlooking them or not giving them their due diligence. We're just saying for the time allotted for the show before it ends, we were trying to keep it quick and answer the question as best as we could with the time we had. And there you go. Well, even if we had all the time in the world, the question was, which we didn't even really answer the question. See what you did, Kyle? No. See what you did? See what you did what to us? But um, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, Kyle. But uh, the question was, what was the number one? And we couldn't even land on just one. So no. I, I think, we did a top five. you know, we, we did a top five. We, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, snickerdoodle is snickerfoodle. Let's just. Let's just, yes. just hightail it on out of here. <laughs> there you go. So on behalf of myself, Kaylin, the boys from P4P Muscle, your body's a temple, so let's build it. What's next?